Hey, I'm Elena. And I'm Abby. And we're the Visionaries. Here we discuss fashion, culture, and art. And today's theme is the future of fashion and art. Okay, so I'm Elena. Bring it back. I just always feel like I need to introduce my voice. Cause yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, so I'm going to be kind of discussing some different innovations of fashion. Um you know, fashion side. And I broke them down into six categories. So Nice, nice. Um, and honestly, I put my first cat my favorite category first. So you are first for first best yeah. for first. Well it's one I'm like oh. I really love because oh. my specialty is fabrics yes, in fashion. I do know that. And like the like how fabrics are made. And this one is food based fabric is what I'm calling this category. Food based fabric. Food based fabric. It's I'm, so I'm weird. Getting flashes of Lady Gaga meat dress. Oh. No, actually <laughs> most of these are like vegan options oh. like so it's all like most of them to are to like replace leather and it's oh. like different vegan options that we can use instead of that. So the first one is fabric from seaweed. And so um there's an extrusion process with like a lot of synthetics so it's like it's like you know when you had the Play-Doh toy? Yes. And you would put the little, like, holes, then you'd put the lever, and you'd push the Play-Doh through the holes, and it looked yeah. like spaghetti? Yeah. That's how synthetic fab some, that's how some synthetic fabrics are made in fashion, is, like, you have all the lump stuff, and then it gets shot through the holes, and then that's how the fibers are spun into yarns to make the fabric. Really? And so they're taking that, but with seaweed, and so they're just, like, shoving seaweed through the holes. To make ah. the fibers into yarns that will then be like knitted or woven, and so that's they got cool. Yeah. How do they make it different colors? There's like so many. See, that's another thing. So these are just innovations. I feel like a lot when I was reading this, I think of it being um, more they're sustainable. Not, they're not really in practice yet. Is that what you're kind of saying? These are all like new. Some things it takes a lot. I know um, some companies I've talked to with getting more like sustainable like fabrics that are more biodegradable it's a lot harder to dye and on mm. here they talked about um this like the final they're knitting this seaweed and it's biodegradable and can be dyed of natural pigments um and kind of keeping like a closed loop cycle of like you know biodegrade nothing too chemically however i do know of some things they are trying to like the dyeing process is just so hard because yeah. it's kind of easier when you have like a fabric like cotton where it's just so much easier to dye it. It's just the way the fibers can hold on to the dye. Yeah. But no, they're dyeing it. The, so we got seaweed. The next one is fibers from oranges. Oranges? Like the oranges. Um, The fiber orange is extracted from the cellulose found in the discard orange. So I think maybe a little bit of everything in there. Because I feel like the white stuff. You could oh, also you get, like peel off. Of, yeah. Like, the stuff nobody likes anyways. Yeah. You could do that. Um, another one is textiles from trees, and it's the copa tree. And I have heard of this tree when I was in college. Like, the word looks familiar. Yeah. I just didn't realize it was, like, so up and coming. Really? But, yeah. And so it's from, like, desert soil that they make these trees with. And then um, they're talking about just how it's, like, it's better because, like, um, crops like cotton have such a high water consumption. Yeah. But it's a desert tree. Yeah. So it doesn't need as much water. Um, the last one is leather from apples. Oh. How? I don't okay, let me read. I mean, I'd like to say <laughs> I don't know, but like I read about it. But I'm just like, how does that actually work though? Um, but just like the taking the waste from the product that's often discarded at manufacturing processes, and they say apple apple pectin to create um, the sustainable compost materials. And it creates a skin leather-like material, <laughs> durable enough to make leather um, luxury products. And this type of vegan apple leather can be dyed, tanned without toxic chemicals. And then this made me think of, um, when I was in college, I learned about pina leather, which is leather from pineapples. Uh-huh. And that, like, made more sense to me. And I feel like it – I'm not sure if, like, they used only the leaves or kind of, like, the outskin of the pineapple. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, pineapple's just such, like, a durable food that I really felt like it made more sense. Then I'm like, oranges and apples and seaweed and all this. Yeah. But, yeah. And they had, like – you could have bought, like, sample packs of pineapple leather. I almost did it. But, like, okay, it only came in, like, metallic gold and silver and, like, black. Yeah. And the packs were like 40 bucks per like swatch. 
So it was like, yeah, it was like super expensive. It was like going to be like an 80, like $120 thing just for me to touch. Like I just wanted to like touch the fabric and like have some. And like the swatch is only going to be like a 10 by 10. Really? Like inch. Yeah, it's not like you could really do a whole lot with it then. Mm-mm. Unless you made like an applique, but like, no, didn't go that far. But no, I, I think that's super interesting with that. It's super interesting. Another thing the industry is trying to get more innovative with is biodegradable things. And so they have biodegradable glitter. Have you heard of that? I have. Okay. These people are just talking about how glitter, like non-biodegradable glitter, really contributes to like the consumption of microplastics. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so awful. And then yeah, the biodegradable glitter that's glitter that's really cool. I never like thought about glitter never going away. Yeah. <laughs> and then I heard like I got biodegradable glitter. I'm like, wait a minute. I was supposed to be like watching this cuz I've definitely have taken like when you use glitter, you take that shit outside. Yeah. You don't put that in the, when you sprinkle it, yeah. you sprinkle it outside. <laughs> so I'm like, I am the problem. <laughs> I, I am the problem. Yeah. But this is coming from eucalyptus tree extract um you know just making it biodegradable another one's um biodegradable polyester and polyester for those of you who don't know is a very synthetic fabric it's kind of like cotton is a natural fabric that's come from plants natural you know it's not man-made polyester is synthetic it comes from chemical chemicals and polyester is like the chemical of cotton and so to try and do biodegradable polyester which is great and that also helps with like you said the micro um plastics and stuff because we're finding out when <laughs> you have really synthetic clothing like dry fit super athletic stuff polyesters um when you wash it all these microplastics come off your clothes in the in wash the and then it goes into all the water supply yeah. and it's like it's this like i don't want to say new problem because it's been a, been around for a while but i feel like it's getting addressed more now mm-hmm. and so that's like trying to make it more biodegradable and then biodegradable packaging, the industry is trying to use, like, less plastic. I'm always like, if the industry is going to move forward, let's make it sustainable. Yeah. Okay. Because usually when stuff comes in from vendors on trucks, yeah, it's like you have, like, a, you have like a group of five garments and a rat, like, all hung up but then, like, tied together. But each garment has a plastic bag over it. And that whole thing has a plastic bag over that. And it's just, like, a shit ton of plastic. Have you ever worked retail and had to unload trucks? It's just plastic on plastic on plastic. And it made me kind of sick because I've had to unload it and, like, yeah. uh, pull those all apart. Well, now instead of plastic, they're going to use another material. Do you want to, like, try to guess? I'm not sure what. It's so hard. I just kind of, like, I was like, I don't know. Let's see if she can guess it. Wood. What? Just, like, wood crates and stuff? They're, like, alternative materials made from wood resulting as a material has similar properties of paper and plastic to be used in the retail sector. Yet the material has a higher tear resistance than paper and can be recycled alongside a cardboard. It's like, so it's like it's like a more flexible cardboard. I think so, but it just like why can't we use like bamboo? Because like, like I feel like we have a lot of problems with wood already. With like paper based products well, that yeah, come like, from like, like the wood and stuff. And stuff yeah, and that sounds like okay. Yes, it's better than plastic, but like I've also heard like you know bamboo is such a better alternative than mm-hmm. like. Um, like tree products. Yeah. And I was like, can we just like keep stretching a little further yeah. <laughs> into that sustainability reach? And some of these things I'm just like, that's stupid. And I was like, that one's not stupid, stupid, but I'm like, it's like the idea let's is keep there, going. Think, you need to think a little harder about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, the next cab- category is f- new fabrics and techniques. Um, they're talking about lab made fabrics. The once again they're trying to really get away from um animal-based leather Mm -hmm. which is like i think that's been like an obvious thing that's been pushed for and at least the last 20 30 years for sure like the 90s 80s maybe it might have started where it's like PETA's coming in they're like none of that um needle free sewing why do i feel like that's like the kind of sewing i do which just hot glue (laughs) i was like oh cool then i was like wait what does that actually mean and they're talking about using chemicals to attach, like, the finishings on the fabrics. And I was like, how is that better? Yeah. Well, well, then. What's the problem with needles? Needles, like, leave holes and stuff when you go in and out. Yeah. And that could also, um, you know, if it, once you get a hole started, it kind of, the integrity of the fabric is, like, slightly altered. But, you know, with the way everything's sewn now. But they're kind of talking about, like, kind of, uh, 
kind of make like cavities and then like the cavities are embedded together and then like a chemical like it's like such a weird like a lot of fucking work it does it sounds like this really feels like is this the innovation we need to be focusing on (laughs) and they're talking about how it's like antibacterial um anti-odor finishes water repellent and then um i was also thinking i think this might be more for like medical ppe type of stuff because like the face mask like the blue face mask everyone mm-hmm. has there's no like needle holes and if yeah. you look at it they're just like pushed together yeah onto the face mask so that's kind of where this needle free sewing comes from and it's like that would make more sense for like medical supplies and gowns and stuff like needle free sewing but mm-hmm. i can't see them actually implementing this in like garments and clothing yeah. we wear every day but it's like, i mean if it helps the medical field yeah go off go for it <laughs> yeah um, next one is nanotechnology and materials. Um, and this just goes back to like the microplastics. And then just they're trying to get like more microfiltration for the microplastics leaching the water. Uh, 3D printed sustainable um, apparel. What do you think like that kind of entails and what like type of materials are they going to use to 3D print these clothes? I just feel like it's because isn't 3D printing now like fucking plastic? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where it's like. Um, you know, I think it's just weird because there's innovations in fashion that are going through sustainability and then there's innovations in fashion that are like, this will just look cool. And it's like, they don't even care about sustainability. This one, I feel like it's kind of up in the air and it's like the the materials are going to use a carbon nickel alloys glass and even biolinks um to help with that and it's like i kind of i'm pretty sure i've seen the glass and carbon already on runways like they 3d print like chest plates or stuff when Mm -hmm. they wanted um a theme like two years ago on runways was like kind of dystopian military was like a thing and so there was like a bunch of like chest plates and i'm pretty sure i've seen some 3d printed like glass like arm sleeves or, yeah. like, things. And those are cool, but that's just, like, the high-end stuff. Yeah, like, that's not something that your average Joe's wearing on the street. No, and it's, like, the celebrities might wear it to a Met Gala or whatever. But at that point, then, it's, like, how sustainable is it? And it's, it like... It doesn't help anybody. You know, yeah. like, if it doesn't help... As long as I don't try to, like, mass-produce this. It's, like, if it's, yeah. like, a case-by-case, go off. Uh, fourth category is the changes within factories in the fashion cycle. And so we have monitoring services and... um. This is something we kind of, not we, I guess I in college, we talked about with more fashion, kind of figuring out where all the clothes go mm-hmm. so there's, like, less waste. And, like, because have you ever wondered, like, where your clothes, like, really come from? Or have you ever been, like, super invested in that? Not really. I just mostly know, you know, usually overseas. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, some poor sap made this for a penny. Like, <laughs> true. Yeah. And that's just, like, I, some innovations is, like, putting more, like, um, QR codes into like tags so you can scan it and truly see like the whole like life cycle it's been into and just being more transparent of like where these fabrics not these fabrics where these clothings came from and then like how they got here because some people were a lot of consumers are like trying to like care a little bit more yeah. and then they're talking about the monitoring of the fabrics and like leftover clothes so if like they don't sell instead of putting them into a landfill they get sent back to the factory and then become recycled and used oh that's kind of neat though yeah considering like the pandemic i knew a lot of shit was just going into the landfills because yeah oop the season passed spring 2021 we didn't have a good sale let's just throw everything away and it's that's bonkers it's crazy and it was like because i used to work at a company where if the stores wanted to get rid of it, they would either throw it away or my company would buy it and resell it, like, at 70% off. And we'd get stuff in that was brand fucking new. It was in plastic. Just and because it was out of season? They were it was out of it. season. That we missed that so season. Because the pandemic, like, skipped it all. And there's, like, a bunch of other stuff where it's like, oh, it just didn't sell, so well, let's just get rid of it. And it just blows my mind, the waste of this industry. Uh, we talked about a little bit of, like, kind of the circular fashion, reselling garments. Digital runways. Thoughts? What do you mean by digital runways? Okay. So, where this really started to flourish is when the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um. You know, you had fashion weeks. I mean, I've seen, is it, like, the videos I've seen where it's, like, people putting clothes on, like, 
invisible 3D models and then having the models walk and you can see the way the clothes move? I've seen that. Um, I think it's a mix of that, but also just kind of like just streaming because all runway shows, you could never really watch them online, like while they're going live or it wasn't like an experience to watch it online. And now it's more of like, don't come to my country. Let's just all log on and you can kind of experience the fashion show um, digitally. And so some do use like um, AI models and stuff like that, but just kind of like more of just live streaming, zooming of runways. Oh, Oh, yeah. And people are still doing that. And they're saying like Tokyo Fashion Week has been like, really like on top of the game of like we're gonna have the best digital runway shows out there that's really cool but yeah so they're to japan to do that though oh yeah if any of the big ones because you know you got like tokyo milan uh paris london new york yeah there's so many other ones but those are like the big ones of course it'd be tokyo yeah hands down tokyo would have that the consumer impact we kind of talked about that earlier they're saying um fashion rating apps so on these apps, they're designed to provide ethical ratings for thousands of fashion brands. These ratings are based on the brands that are impacted on the people's animals and the planet. So that's kind of more of like, you know, like, oh, the codes that come with the tags. And it's just more of like giving more information to the consumer. Yeah. Is that something like you'd be interested in? Because I always wonder, like with my brain, I'm just like, I would love to read that. No. No. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people like. I would love to be able to, like, I'm the kind of person who. I would love to have a like a brand or two mm-hmm. where maybe I know where like they discuss whatever and that would be where I'd buy everything but as, as of right now like the thing is is I hate apps. Yeah. If I have <laughs> to really? download something or look like scan something that looks I hate it. I don't I only want a handful of apps on my phones the one I use. So like that's kind of one of the things I don't like with like you get anything like technology in your house you have to download an app. I hate yeah. that with passion, a burning, fiery passion. That's I also hate subscription services. As okay, well. but what about when you got to eat and you scanned the QR That's code? That's fine. But okay. Like, if I like, I'm not gonna scan a QR code in my clothes. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. like, especially since, like, right now, like, like it sounds terrible, but like, I can't really afford to care. Yeah. You know, if I only bought sustainable clothing. Right now, it's so expensive. Yeah. Well, that's I'm, like... I'd only have, like, like two pairs of pants and a couple mm-hmm. shirts. I can't afford that. So it's like, oh, yeah. man, I don't need to know where my shit garment came from because like, I know it's shit, you know? Yeah, and there's a thing of, like, investing in your clothing. And it's like, um, when you go to buy new... Don't go back to fucking Zara or H&M oh, yeah, type no. stuff. And it's like, invest your clothing. Maybe spend a little bit more. And yeah. then with that, it's kind of like, do your, like, not not telling you, but like the, yeah. the industry's like, you know, invest in your clothing. When you need to go get a new black jacket or you want to get a new pair of jeans, yeah. do your research, you know, look at the company, see ones that are nice, like sustainable ethic, like ones that you kind of vibe yeah. with, you like their visions and stuff. Once I, I I'm the kind of person, though, once I hear a company shit, I don't buy from them. Like uh-huh. I don't buy from what what whatever Zara or whatever I don't I don't buy from Old Navy anymore. Like, oh, I, I used to like when I'm like no. The I I really only buy my clothes from two places and that's mm-hmm. Target, um, Maurice's. Those are the only two places. And Maurice's is I I don't know. You would know more I think. Yeah. But like I don't know how sustainable they are. But they have clothes that fit. Yeah. And I like the way they fit. So I'm like. Their cause is definitely worth getting behind. Those are the only two places I buy my clothes. They are doing really good with sustainability. Both of them are. Yeah. Um, Target, what they don't want to announce, like, how sustainable they're being or, like, all the measures they're taking until they can get all of their brands under it. And some brands exceeding what, like, the consumers are asking for, you know, X, Y, and Z. And they're, like, going above and beyond it a little bit. They're not going, like, wow, that's amazing. We're going to save the earth in, like, three years. But it's, like, okay, you met the, you met their standards and you're going a little above it. Thank you. They want to get all their brands like that. And they're not going to, like, show off all their sustainability until they get all their ducks in a row. Yeah. And so they are trying better with that. Um, Making really nice active moves. Maurice's is doing it. Um, But yeah, because that's, there is a shift overall in, like, people. It's, like, once they find out a company yeah. shit, they're kind of like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, like if I can avoid it, I will. You know, yeah. AI machineries and also learning like when you go shopping and you buy something, it's like, oh, um, what about this cardigan and jeans that go with it? You do, do you ever see those things that pop up when you're online shopping? Yeah, you're like online shopping and you like buy a shirt. And I almost then... never do, but I 
think I know what you're talking about. I've seen that kind of similar stuff in other places that yeah. I buy. So, but like I'm assuming, yeah, I'd do that with clothes. I know Maurice's because like, pro tip that I found out on Maurice's headquarters that they told us, they give the best online deals Sundays because nobody online shops on Sundays. But that's when they put out their best deals. Like I always see it's like 70% off clearance and then like an extra 20%. And those always run on like Sundays. And I'll get nice stuff for like eight, five dollars. And if you do it online, and like once you shop Maurice's, you really know what size you are. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I know I'm easily that. And so you shop online and it's so easy to envision it on you. And I've like haven't gotten anything I didn't like that I ordered online. Yeah. Pro tip. But no, it but Maurice's does like that complete the look and then I'll like show you all these different things you can like buy of it and i'll like kind of put it all together and that's just becoming more and more another one which i thought was like really funny it's a clothing rewards program and uh tommy hilfiger they're his jeans company tommy jeans is really exploring this by putting a smart chip in the clothing and the more you wear them like the, the amount of times you wear them you get points for their store because it's um, or you like bring them back and you recycle them and it's like to wear them longer and it's like investing in your clothing and it's like, cause there's like a cost per wear analysis in clothing. Like if you yeah. buy a $500 jacket, how often are you going to wear that jacket? And you like divide like 500 by is like, if, let's say you wear it every Saturday and you wear it for like three months, then you know, it's like 12 times you wore it. So 500 divided by 12, that's your cost per wear. Yeah. And so he's doing this with his jeans and it's like with this Bluetooth smart tag, you can get an app. Nice. You can get an app and it will show you how much you've worn it. And the more times you wear it, then you can get um, points off for like future products at Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Thoughts on that? I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like, I, you know, I hate apps, whatever, you know, but like, <laughs> I'm a sucker for a deal. Yeah. Like, it's kind of one of those things. And that one's really easy because, well, if you're already buying the jeans. Yeah. And you're already wearing them. You're like, you're, not only are you helping like sustain, but you get like rewards and whatever for yeah. it. Like that stuff's pretty okay. Definitely. Um, I, I definitely feel like people are going to get spooked. By the idea of like oh the check yeah you know because like people get spooked by anything and everything oh yeah so people that's gonna spook people as if it's anything but yeah yeah I think that's pretty cool though I think it's cool it's also like Tommy Hilfiger he's not like a he's a decently oh my god me being like he's not a big name (laughs) coming out of my mouth he's like a good name company everyone's like oh it's Tommy Hilfiger it's like ooh my gosh and it's like I love like bigger brands taking that step forward because you know you'll have all these other brands coming out of the woodwork being like we created this new pineapple pants like leather and we are the peanut company and it's just like nobody's gonna talk to you because you're kind of weird coming from like that side of that lunchroom kind of weird like I made my own sustainable organic this but if the cool kids over here being like hey look at my like smart pants that will get you points off I feel like that just has more influence. <laughs> yeah, it does, definitely. I think the thing about, like, fashion, talking about, like, sustainability and this kind of stuff that blows my mind is how often other people buy clothes. I yeah. rarely buy clothes. I buy one thing, and I wear it until it literally falls apart. <laughs> well, now, the pants I'm wearing right now, this is, like, day four. I, I, will, I have, like, three pairs of pants, and I cycle through them. Gotcha. And I... It's just crazy to me that there are people who, like, literally go shopping, like, every weekend and buy clothes every weekend. When are you going to wear that? That's just, that blows my mind. I'm not saying, like, don't do that. Spend your money on what you want to buy on. Buy, but, like, <laughs> fucking bonkers to me. You know, because some people might go, what do you need all these books for? You can't read them all in a, in a year. No, I can't. There's a chance that I'm going to die with some of these unread. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but there's, like, but there's, like, just, like, the sheer amount of clothes. I'm, like, bitch, I wear the same thing every day. High school, too. You remember? I was the t-shirt, yeah. like, five pairs of jeans gal. I had one pair of jeans for, like, each day of the week. Went with it. These are my Friday jeans because they're a little more worn in. They're nice and soft. Like, um, I about buy clothes every weekend. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but I know you. You you buy deals and you buy 
like sustainable and you buy like you're a thrift shopper too so you like i know you're not dropping like yeah and it's like over a hundred dollars every week i would my caveat is like oh it's like oh i'll see a shirt i only i only like go to the clearance sections and like i i love creating outfits and i'll see something i'm like oh i can add these with these shorts and these pants yeah and i cord clothing definitely how you think though Mm -hmm. see i've been really better lately yeah like if i don't have anything it'll match yeah i don't buy it even if i love it i could love it but if i have to go buy a million things to go with it it's not worth buying you know i keep my clothes forever i hoard clothing like you're like the pants i'm wearing in four days i okay i don't like very rarely i like wear it wash it wear it i so i really wear down my clothing but the pants i am wearing you know what i got these you know what i bought these when seventh grade no yes that's crazy these are seventh grade leggings and they're leggings it's not like it's jeans no yeah. i have not kept that much like like my yeah no yeah, yeah. you don't and, fit the shit you just wore in seventh yeah no. and then like this sweatshirt was senior year yeah, of high I school i'm like um 2016 <laughs> i'm also a little oh my god it's like a diy outfit of the day so we got um we got my seventh grade leggings that's probably circa 2013 around yeah, there fine. 2013 2012 maybe yeah so we got those i am wearing my kiss uh ba- not baseball just my kiss t-shirt that i thrifted like two years ago for a dollar and then I'm wearing my sweatshirt from my senior year of high school. We graduated yeah. in 2017. Yeah. It's from 2016, yeah. the football season. Football season. Oh, so yeah, it was 2016. So that is my current outfit. And I did. Yeah. I hoard clothing. I don't let anything go. You know, and it's terrible. My stuff is all way newer, but not for any reason. That like, Yeah. So, like, the pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just bought them, like, last week. Like, Kayla got them for me for Valentine's Day. They're my first oh. ever Nike pair of sweatpants. <laughs> Look at me. You know, I've, never ha- I've never been that person who ever had, like, name brand clothing. So I'm like, oh, I've got Nike. I'm obviously an athlete. Who is no. she? <laughs> um, and this shirt, though, like, I have, like, five shirts that I, like, cycle through for, like, two years now. Yeah. So it's, like, it's not that old, but, like, it's pretty rough because I, well, like, I work from home. So I just, it's, like slobbing it up every day and mm-hmm. obviously taylor got me this for christmas but my i'm wearing a robe look at me what yeah. am i 80 um for christmas so this is, this is like the newest thing that i've ever worn like so new my caveat i came from my um uh, my office work job <laughs> and I wore, we can kind of wear whatever we want and i wore a sweatshirt and leggings today because abby and i we went to a comedy show last night and we got home late and i was tired yeah. this morning so girl dress comfy for work but yeah, let's get back into the categories. After <laughs> <laughs> a nice little tangent. A nice little tangent. Okay. This is the last one. It is AI and robotic. Why do I'm I feel mad. like that has nothing to do with fashion? Okay, like it does and it does. Okay, let's just. <laughs> Personally, of all the innovations that's like projected for the fashion industry, I hate this the most. Why? What is it? Okay. Okay, so like let's just give you like some, let's just talk about them. So the first one's like knitting robots. And I get this one. I'm not too mad about that. But, you know, it's kind of like um, these robots. It's like knitting machines. Machines. Yeah. And we already have machines that do knits. There's nobody out here with my, like, knit sweatshirt. There's no little woman knitting yeah, all of these things, yeah. you know. And I get that. It's like, okay, it's just like, you know, it's just like a better upgraded knitting robot. That's, like, probably the one outlier. But I'm yeah. mad about everything else. Okay. <laughs> Virtual influencers. What the fuck does that even mean? It's a fake person. No. Yes. They're creating fake people to promote brands. People that don't even exist. They were created in some market corporate heads kids scheme to be relatable. And that's like, oh my you know, god. They can just pull somebody off the street to do that. And I'm like, or they're like really hire an actor. Like, I'm like, they're really gonna do anything and everything but hire real people. Yeah. And like real body shapes and colors and sizes that we wanna see. Yeah. They're gonna create a fake person. It's like, I feel like that's the biggest thing is representation. Yeah. I feel like that's been so huge well, these like, past couple years. And these companies are doing anything and everything but fucking representing people. a real person. I don't give a shit if you make this AI person like plus size, colored, disabled. I don't it's care. Not a real person. It's not a real person. <laughs> Just grab a real person. You can, yeah, you can literally find all of that in a person to actually do that. Literally. Yeah. I was like, 
not gonna like when you're like what is that i'd be like i swear if they're making robots to walk down the runways i'm gonna be fucking pissed too because it's mm-hmm. like hire people to do it literally Have people wear the clothes like it's not that hard it's like and if you were having to go on that little like drip if you were having robots wear clothes that are made for humans walk them down a runway a metal body or whatever type of skin it's not the type same. thing you're gonna put is not gonna fit us the same way. Yeah. Human bodies move so much, and I don't think a robot's gonna have that fluidity anytime soon in the next ten years yeah. of where it's like it's superhuman, and that's just fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say well, it at that point. And now, in this this robot revolution, then yeah, and this influencer. She's a digital supermodel and she's like done stuff with Coca-Cola already and like she's like gotten like like a couple 10,000 likes on a post. Who oh, it was Calvin. Cares? She posed with a bottle of Calvin Klein Eternity perfume. She got over 10,000 likes. I'm like that's so dumb. That just makes me mad. Like just get a real person. And our one's just um AI designers and stylists and that's just kind of like in-store robots to appear to pose as human-like intelligence to like kind of tell you like oh you should like you're getting that cardigan what about this top oh we should put those shoes with it it's like why honestly i would not trust a robot to be like you look cute in that it's like because no no you fucking don't at least a human when you're shopping you can kind of tell when like the retail workers are being genuine or not you know yeah and like especially ones that like can really hype you up they're like girl you look so cute it's like Yes. Uh, no robot's going to be like, girl, you look so cute. And like, I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. Because you know, well, it's just programmed in there. And all I can think about is like, if your employees aren't happy enough to, to do that for your customers, you're not paying them enough. Yeah. And it's like, maybe that's just not a brand I should like be associating with. Yeah. But yeah, that is the end of my little sneak peek of fashion innovations. And there's a whole article on this. It'll be posted in the show notes. But yeah, Abby, why don't you tell me about the uh, the, the so mine future is of definitely art? So like not as uh, structured as that. <laughs> it's definitely one hundred percent my own opinion. Hell yeah, on art. Okay. That's what we needed on this podcast. So this is <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes. I do want to preface this by saying by that art has has always been and will always be su- subjective. Okay? Oh yes. That, and for anybody who might not know what that means, that means that everyone's own opinions and beliefs will cloud their judgment of art. Not in a bad mm-hmm. way, but everybody will see everything through their own lens, whatever. And I also firmly believe that anyone can make art and that it's a skill, not a talent. Okay? Yeah. I believe you can be talented and that makes it easier. It's like you're... But it's, you're, it's a skill. Yeah, it's not like a... Oh, you're just born to be an artist. Yeah. But you could like work hard enough and become an artist. Exactly. But some people could be like, the talent is they have like a couple steps higher. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe they've just, you know, you know, the way their brain processes the world might yeah. be different than yours. So they could pick up on stuff like faster. Got you. Know, like, you. like how they perceive shapes and stuff may be easier, you know? Anyway, so that is just, and that I just also want to say, you know, like meaning that I think that, that anyone can make it and make it well. It might take more work for other people, you yeah. know, but that doesn't mean that they're less skilled if it took them longer. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say that. It's like um, anyone can cook. Or yeah, 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 right. Anyone can cook. Okay. <laughs> so my big thing is I definitely feel like, I know I'm saying, I feel like in the way we see art every day. Now, obviously yeah. we see it everywhere. It's yeah, really, it's, it's literally everything, but how we consume it. Mm. If you're not an artist, you're not, like, actively seeking things to whatever. So art kind of thing, you know, like, I, yeah, yeah. It, that's all my social medias are. Oh, yeah. Because that's what I do. But I'm sure yours is flooded with artists and stuff. But the way that everybody kind of does consume it is definitely what people watch. And I have noticed in the last how many years is that there's been a huge push for animated movies and shows. Okay. Like... There was, I, I definitely feel like it started a little bit with, like, uh, in 2020, Avatar The Last Airbender was on Netflix. Oh, yes. And it fucking blew up. Yeah, that was, like, summer and everybody, yeah, and everybody was obsessed with it. Again, like, I mean, we all loved it as kids. And it was nostalgic, and people just were kind of realizing that, like, 
you can there are just things that you can do in, in in animated things that you can't do in real life in like a way that feels like readable because yes. not gonna lie i hate cgi magic yeah yeah i don't believe it i'm like that's fake but if you put it in an animated trauma, oh my god, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It does have you know? so much more flow. Because it's like the entire world is like this, you know? Yeah. Anyway, but CGI has gotten so much better too. And it I'm has. not like bashing it. Like, it's like I'm glad, but I just love this kind of everybody is like enjoying animated shows because there's like, I can't pronounce it, so I'm not even going to attempt to, but there's that new animated League of Legends show on Netflix too. Sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh, has it not popped up for you no. to watch? Oh my god. Anyway, and it <laughs> went really viral as well, and people just loved it. And notice something else that I've noticed is really big now. Anime. Now there's yes. always been anime communities, mm-hmm. but it's just never been so widespread. I was gonna like tag in on that because yeah. I even my ass, like, okay, I've like seen a lot we like we watched yeah, it yeah. in high school and stuff, but just like kind of step away a little bit, you know, whatever. But just seeing it, in, like, in pop culture and everything, yeah. it's, like, I feel like it's become so much more acceptable. And so I was, like, going to... I love it. Yeah. I love it because it's just so cool. It's just, like, I definitely feel like animated things are kind of the future. Like, oh, yeah. people are just kind of falling in love with it again and just realizing it's not for kids. And it doesn't need to be, not to say this, it doesn't need to be trashy and gross. Like, yeah. the adult animated ones. Like, you can make adult cartoons that aren't like the family guy American yeah, dad yeah. type like style. they can be like magical fantasy ones and enjoy you can they can enjoy, still be you know? like kind of meaningful yeah yeah exactly got you and so there's just been well because there's kind of what what did it first was it that one? Oh well I also think okay back in what did it come out 2018 2017 the animated spider-man into the spider-verse oh, that oh. was Everybody loved it. Yeah, like 2018, 2019. Because I watched it like coming back from like Italy or something. It blew up. And the style is so interesting because it's Mm -hmm. like, it's like an animated comic book. Like quite literally. And that was, that had never been done before. And it was new. And then I think people have been kind of pulling that style. And that's what that animated one on Netflix is. The League of Legends one. Oh, It's kind of like that. It's not, it's not the same. There's not as many bright colors because it's a darker story. But, like, it's similar, more a little more realistic. But, Got like, you. oh, it's awesome. Like, it's beautiful. I've watched a couple episodes. And so I, I just I just really love that. And I just, it's kind of like, you just love to see it. Because I love yeah. seeing people enjoy art. Because you know that somebody poured their heart and soul into that. Oh, slaved yeah. away over frames and different, you know, 3D model rigging, whatever, to fucking get that to look like that. And I love seeing people give it the praise and attention that it deserves yes and then so yeah I another thing I did have to say is I just love to how many people there are like encouraging people to do art you know like oh yeah it's so accessible now art is and that's the coolest thing I think because it's like you have for me like a big thing I used to used growing up and still use a lot is like Pinterest Oh, oh, yeah. Pinterest. And then now, you know, like, post on Instagram. You find all these artists on Instagram. And um, then TikTok to YouTube. Like, you can watch all these videos, whatever. Like, and then those are all things that are, like, free to you. And then you can go and, like, for whatever, like, Skillshare, you know, can go teach you. And that's not super expensive yeah. either. And it's just so cool how much you can find Mm-hmm. on just how to do it like it's no longer if you didn't know how and aren't necessarily you know somebody who's just always done it you have multiple places to start yeah you know that's Some, the coolest thing one like plus side with like social media i feel like a lot of people like don't talk about because you know i feel like everyone always wants to look at the negative but a plus mm-hmm. side is like the communities that are on there yeah and just like, like you're saying like how much you can teach from one another and it's truly like you can kind of do it every like you y- you're always told as a kid you can, like, be anything you want to be. Yeah. But, like, with social media, I feel like there's just so much more transparency. And you're seeing people just like you doing these amazing things. And yeah. it kind of gives you more hope. And, like, you kind of see stuff with that. Yeah. And it's just, like, um, it's kind of like a positive influence with that. It is. Well, you know, and, like, kind of bounce off of that. So, like, obviously I talked about a little bit of how I see, like, the future and, like, what's the word? Like, visual or, like, what you watch for yeah. art. Now, like, the other thing that's really kind of taken off with like the internet and social media is web comics 
And oh, like, like webtoons. Yeah. Yes. And fucking it's like, love that's webtoons. So cool to see. Like it's just you know everybody has like because that's free. Yeah. You can get on there, watch, like read all of that for free. Just like it's so cool the amount of places that people can share their stuff and get paid for it too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just I love that. Like people get to there's so many people like if you like log on and you look at any artist on instagram or whatever be like oh do you have any original characters like ocs it's like, oh yes i do of course yeah whether it's one or a hundred people have like their own stories and characters and whatever and it's so cool that there's a place that people share them yeah and then you can experience it it's so cool to me and so i just i love the push for like web like web comics are getting so popular mm-hmm. too because there's like Laura Olympus blew up and now it has a hard copy book. I was just say kind of like and that like, graphic novel yeah. ride. I feel like it's really kind of yeah. bouncing up. I love it. It's fun. It it's, is. I always call a graphic novel a snack of a book. Yeah. Because you know it's just fun. You got the weight of an actual book and you look through them. And it's just like such a breezy, easy, fun read, and it's just a little snack. Yeah. And it just makes you feel good. I love the range that you can get in the different art styles, too. Oh, Because you have, think like Heartstopper. Uh Very simple, like, um, it's kind of gray tones, but like, it's like blue. Mm -hmm. And then you have all the way to like Laura Olympus, where it's like fully colored pieces but it's also super cartoony and then flip to like i don't know if you've ever peeked into like the avatar um graphic novels but it's very similar like to the show so then you have kind of a very clean almost like anime almost look to them Mm -hmm. and it's cool i read the the prince and the dressmaker and that one's more like the avatar very clean it's very uh like cartoon like you could easily Mm -hmm. make that a show yeah i you know, you can just get all that range. Like, just there's, you can find anybody yeah. who will enjoy what it is you create. And that's yeah. really awesome. I know. It's so fun. Okay. So, you want to talk about what you, you personally want to yes. see in fashion? So, I kind of like talked about this a little bit. But personally, for me, um, my biggest thing I always want to see in fashion is sustainability. I have a sustainability certificate from my college. And it's just always something that's like, when you learn about fashion, it's like, oh, wow, this is so cool and fun. But it's such a horrible uh, industry for green, for like, being sustainable, for being mm-hmm. all that. It's like the second most carbon emission, like, gross. I can't think of the word. Like, yeah. Like, it's just the most gross industry, second behind agriculture. Like, we have the second most carbon emissions behind agriculture. And you don't, you're like, clothes? Yeah. Fashion? Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. clothes. Yes, fashion. It's all the waste. It's everything. So I always want to see it to be more sustainable. And that's when I was reading the list of words. It was kind of like, I guess I'm always hyper-focused on sustainability. Mm-hmm. And so when it wasn't like every, so when every innovation didn't have like, and we're going to make it greener and we're going to make it recyclable, this and that. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing then? <laughs> Literally. Like we we're talking about the Olympics, everything on there. It's like, this came from recycled plastic bottles. This is recycled this. This is sustainable because it'll break down in like 10 days. This and like, love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, Yeah. And just kind of know, uh, get to knowing the companies, uh, Oh, well, I was talking about like how companies announcing their sustainability plans. Some of them are still trying to get it going, but just like really hoping that companies can start to announce them, really starting to show and brag about if they've been doing like these sustainable steps for the past like five years or so, finally be able to like show people, brag about it, and then maybe they'll put pressure on other companies to do if, like it. Yeah. you know like big companies like Target and stuff like that start to announce it. That's gonna apply a lot of pressure to a lot of companies. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, some people might be like, oh, well, it's a big company; they can afford to do it. But I think it's just, like, kind of like what I was saying with, like, your outfits and your wardrobe. I'm not saying throw away all your clothes right now and just go buy sustainable, buy new and fresh. No, yeah, that's a fucking that's waste. Worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just when you go to buy your next clothing, you know, maybe save a little more money, get something a bit more expensive, and it'll last you longer. Research yeah. the company so you know you're not buying it from some child labor. And, you know, and just see if it's sustainable, all like that. It's just, like, learning more about where you're putting your money into. Yeah. And it's voting with your dollar. You know, and I love, like, with that, like, I love seeing, even if, like, companies aren't perfect, I love it when they advertise that they, like, did something. Like, yay, look at this. Because, like, when we were at Shields the other day, mm-hmm. you know, just yesterday, um, we were in the sock aisle. And there was, like, these really cute, like, pink and green, like, socks by Adidas. Yeah. And they had them that they were dyed with natural, whatever. And they were, like, a light, soft pink, and the other one was green. I'm like, you know, they might not be perfect, but that's really cool to see, you know? It's It's just, like, the little things, like, this part, even. Even if it's only part of it, it's, like, 
awesome. Keep going. Yes. You know? Just, I, I just always want to see them keep going. And it's just, um, you know, if you can, maybe, like, try to repair some of your clothing. If, like, yeah. you get a hole rubbed into it, like, on the seam, that's going to be so easily fixed. I feel like that's kind of asking a lot, but it's also just, like, for the most part, I feel like a lot of people know how to, like, sew on a button or stitch up a hole. And, but, yeah, just, you know, making your clothes last longer, as we can tell. I didn't, like, I got pants for, like, living, what did we say, like, 2013, yeah. 2020, oh, nine years. Like, sewn the crotch up. Oh, yeah. Times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have thunder thighs. And so, and it's just on the seams, like yeah. in the like thighs, they rub together and they pop open. Well, I just pull out my thread needle and I sew them back up. <laughs> well, it's like, it's such a waste to throw away a pair of pants for like a hole that really only you know is there. Yeah. And know? it's like, I sew it up so nobody can see anything. And it's like, I like the way they fit. They're just yeah. black leggings. They're so universal. And they are like a synthetic dry fit. So these things are going strong. Because the friction and the resilience of it is not going to last. I've had these for nine years. And there hasn't been a real, where the whole come is the cotton thread. Yeah. Because cotton's a natural fiber that's going to rub and like disintegrate faster than synthetic. Yeah. That is where the hole is. And so you know, I get more uh, cotton thread and I stitch it up. <laughs> but yeah. But so yeah just, just sustainable. Just try to try your best. So that's what you want to see from fashion in yes, the future. I want to see us get a little better. Yeah. For me, what mm-hmm. I want to see is in art is so obviously I definitely talk, I speak a little bit more to like character art, and because that's what I, that's what I like consume, it's you know, are. The, the, yeah, yeah, like that's what I do. So I feel like I just want to see more diversity. Ooh, like I want to see more people creating more characters that. Are like real you know like yeah. I feel like oh man you get so people get so stuck on like oh they're white and skinny why make them different like yeah. you know I'm, I'm ready to see that and I'm ready to see more you know like BIPOC creators actually getting their time in the spotlight yeah so I definitely feel like obviously we live in society for a little bit if you're white you kind of get a leg up on everybody mm-hmm. and so I'm excited to see that and obviously I am an animated person. Like, like I like animated shows. I want to see more. Yeah. I'm ready to see more. And I'm ready to see with the success of, you know, because Avatar didn't blow up with kids in 2020. Yeah. It blew up with adults yeah, in 2020. Yeah. I am so ready to see more adult animation. That's what I want to see. That's exciting. It I is. agree with that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is. What have you been doing in your shop recently this week? In my shop recently? Mm-hmm. So I made a sticker sheet last week. It was the... It, it was Animal Crossing yes, themed. Yes! I just saw that. I, watched... I have been on an Animal Crossing kick, and so I made a new sticker sheet. Yes. It's Animal Crossing theme. It's so cute, and I'm super excited about it, because, I, like I said, I've been obsessed with it nice. lately. So. I just saw that TikTok, like, on my lunch break or something. Yeah, I saw you liked it today. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. And then I was like, and you said, me sticker, I'm like, I just saw it. What was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I So that's what I've been up to. New products. Nice. Um... Trying to think, I haven't decided what I'm gonna make for this week yet because I've been trying to add. I've had like so many ideas, like I have a Ooh, list, yeah, and I haven't decided what I'm new one I'm gonna do this week. I think it it'll be between um another color themed one because I did a pink one like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that. Or I had like a weather themed one. I don't want to do it. Like, it's like clouds and rainbows and like lightnings and like, well, like my... wind gusts and snowflakes and. It was lightning this morning. That, my mom said that on the phone today. I went it was to go thunder out. and lightning when she left for when she left for work. Yeah, I went to go start my car and I saw like a flash. Like, was that lightning? And I was like, no, yeah, no way. Was. And then I was driving. I'm like, holy shit, it's lightning! Like lightning is striking right now. Yeah. And yeah. but no, and I was like, and you're talking about weather. Like this week will be the week for weather. Yeah. I'll tell no, you it's what. It's like literally, we're gonna have every single every experience every weather because it's this already got snow and rain and sun, lightning and lightning. And, and thunder. My mom heard thunder. And it's thunder. supposed to be, it's and super it's windy. windy. And it's sunny right and now. And it's supposed to be like snowing again, apparently, yeah. before the weekend. Literally. Welcome to Iowa. <laughs> Literally hit every piece of weather. But yeah, so I'm debating yeah. between the weather one or a color one. Nice. If I do color, I'm really feeling spring. So okay. it'll probably be either yellow or green. Ooh. Yes. It's, they're tough because there's a whole bunch. And then I'll go, oh yes, I'm dead set on this. I'll go look at my list and I'll see something else. I'm like, oh, maybe this one. Yeah. yeah so I haven't picked yet. Nice. But something It's only like Tuesday. That. It's only Tuesday. 
Tuesday. It's Super Tuesday. It Fun is. fact: We're recording this on February twenty second of twenty twenty two. Tuesday. Tuesday. That's not anyway. What are you up to? Lately? I am trying to figure out some new products and stuff. So I've just been messing around with that. Yeah, you doing um, anything for spring? Or are you jumping right to summer? I don't even know, honestly. Because like I mentioned before, like Valentine's just felt super like, you have to make something for this like occasion. And I was going to do something little, but then I feel like I got like, kind of like put in my face like, what are you going to do next? And then I'm like, "Mm, not, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. (laughs) But I still did it because I'm a pushover. And I was like, you definitely, you definitely kind of went because you had one pair of earrings or two. It was one pair of earrings, like one style. And then two styles of headband, but (laughs) I only made one pink headband, but I made it seem like I had a bunch, but it's like, I like the red one more as I made more red ones. Yeah. But it's like, there's only one. And that's sold, so pink sold out. Eh. <laughs> but no, I'm just working on new products. I have kind of some ideas I'm like kind of going through, want to work them out, but just really being more chill. Yeah. Honestly, I don't want to lose like interest in my shop. Like I yeah. said, it's really much more like a side passion project for me. Yeah. And so every time well, I... Especially since we started this now, too. This yeah. is definitely, like, your passion project. And right I'm, like, I'm enjoying both of them. Yeah. But it's just, like, when I get inspiration, I'll create something fun and cute. Yeah. If we get um that vendor craft fair, if I ever hear more about that, then yeah. I'll start, like, kind of creating more cute stuff for that. But just really yeah, taking it chill. And so that's, I'm, like, oh, if we have a craft fair, I'll go there for an afternoon and sell my earrings and stuff. Yeah. Do you but... have any personal projects you're working on? I want to really try to start... I have a lot of spring clothing ideas I want to make for myself. Yeah. But all my patterns are in Minnesota. <laughs> kind of just waiting for spring to roll around because then I'll get like inspired. And if I start sewing something, I'll sew it in like two days and I'll stay up super late just to finish it. Oh my gosh. And so I kind of can't let I, like, myself spread it out. Well, no, it's not like I'll start it and I'll get so excited and then I want to know because I make my own patterns. I want to know if the patterns work. Oh, so then I got to yeah. cut it and then I got to sew it and then I have to put the whole thing together <laughs> to see if it actually worked. So then I'm like, oh, I have to see. And I'm like, yeah. it's like midnight and I'm running around my kitchen, like trying to get something ironed so it presses out nicer. And yeah. But yeah, no. Stuff like that. But you know, if you liked it, you want to hear more about us and you want to read more about the innovations, you can follow that and all of our stuff for the Visionary Podcast on Instagram, where we'll post pictures for the episodes. Or you can contact us at the Visionaries Podcast at gmail.com. Only nice things. I think we made up from the circus episode. That this one should be a little bit better and lighter for y'all. And if you want to follow me, Milena, for my shop, you can find me on Etsy, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Estella Styled. For updates on my creative personal projects, you can follow that journey on TikTok at MilenaLena23. Abby? Um, if you want to check out the things I make, you can find my Etsy shop, Abigail M. Arts, and on Instagram at abigail.marie.arts. Or on TikTok at Abigail Marie Arts, all squished together. Nice. Well, I hope you enjoyed our take on the future of fashion and art. Yep. Bye. (laughs) Bye.